For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Amanda Glasner, Deputy Editor at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining me today is Heather Engel, Managing Partner at Strategic Cyber Partners. Welcome, Heather. It's great to be speaking with you again. Thanks, Amanda. Today, we're discussing a recent announcement from Microsoft, as reported on by CSO, which is the launch of the Secure Future Initiative, or SFI, to improve the built-in security of its products and platforms to better protect customers against escalating cybersecurity threats. The new initiative aims to bring together every part of Microsoft to advance cybersecurity protection, incorporating three pillars focused on AI-based cyber defenses, advances in fundamental software engineering, and advocacy for the stronger application of international norms. Heather, what do you think about all of this? Well, first, you know, I think this is a really great initiative that Microsoft has announced, and it's something that I hope more companies will take that initiative to really look across all of their business lines and all of their branding to start to understand how we can use AI both defensively and potentially offensively. This is the kind of thing that we look towards Microsoft as a leader in the space to initiate and bring things like this out. So I think it's great. I think it can only be good for users and consumers and business who use Microsoft products, which is a lot. Right. It is worth noting that Microsoft has faced recent criticism over the security of its projects, especially in light of the breach that targeted its Azure platform. How much of a role would you say that played in prompting this initiative? Anytime you have something like that that really puts a company in a negative light in the public eye, it's always going to be followed or typically going to be followed by some sort of initiative to sort of create more of a positive opinion or a positive perception in the court of public opinion. So I think that probably had something to do with it. But when you're looking at an initiative that's as major as this one appears to be, this is probably something that has been in the works for longer than this Azure breach. When you think about the client base that Microsoft works with, governments around the world, individual users, small to mid-sized companies, this is the kind of thing where, again, yes, something like the Azure breach being out in public and Microsoft having to kind of disclose a little bit about what happened and how could something like that happen. Certainly the timing is good, but I think this is a big enough initiative that it's probably been in the works for much longer than just that. Looking ahead, how do you think this initiative will play out in the long run? Do you think it's something other companies might consider emulating? And if they do, do you think there's space for it in the industry? Well, you know, I certainly hope so. And I think that not only is there space for it, but it's something that really has to happen in the industry. I think every company that provides any type of product or service is vulnerable to a breach, right? We all know that. That's the reason that we're in business here. And so with this initiative, Microsoft's really looking across all their business lines, including software development to look at threat patterns and test different technologies. They're looking at more secure default settings, which is something that we in the industry have pushed for for a long time. Typically, consumer products especially come to you out of the box with very minimal security settings because the manufacturers want the product to be easy to use. And what that's done is it's created a huge vulnerability across a lot of different industries and verticals. And so looking at more secure default settings from Microsoft, I think, is a fantastic thing to put out there. And hopefully other companies will follow suit in doing that. But there's definitely space for it. I think it's much needed. Heather, thank you for joining us today. I'm looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks, Amanda. For Cybercrime Radio, I'm Amanda Glasner, Deputy Editor at Cybercrime Magazine. To hear more about this story and others, visit CybercrimeWire.com. And for more of our media, visit our website at cybersecurityventures.com.